Welcome to the Southern Alchemy Wellness Podcast. Southern Alchemy Wellness is a holistic wellness space and retail store devoted to the support of healthy living in the physical and virtual community. Our physical space is located at 4819 East Bush Boulevard, Suite 104. We hope you'll come and see us here. I'm your host, Tracy Person. And I am Darren Person, your co-host, and this is the Alchemy of Wellness Podcast. Today, we're talking about the chiropractic arts as a healing modality. Our guests today are the wonderful Dr. Jacob Goldberg, his amazing partner, Brooke Palamine. Introduce yourselves. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Dr. Jacob Goldberg. Um, I am a chiropractor and I am the owner of Redefine Your Spine. And I am from New Jersey. Uh, I'm a competitive runner or used to be very competitive with running. And my passion is chiropractic and helping people heal and living to their optimal health. Hey, everyone. My name is Brooke. I'm so delighted and blessed to have this opportunity to share my passion for holistic health and chiropractic. My passion is to educate, inspire, and spread awareness to others on the importance of chiropractic care. Awesome to have you here tonight. Um, We should go on record and say that Dr. Goldberg is our chiropractor. We're so excited to be here (laughs) with he and Brooke and to talk to them about um, this journey that we're on. Uh, together, but also to talk about why the chiropractic arts is so important as a healing modality. I just want to take a moment to define um, via Webster what chiropractic is. Uh, According to Webster, it's a form of complementary medicine, which is based on diagnosing and manipulating the misalignments of the joints, most especially those of the spinal column. Misalignment of the spine is believed to cause a lot of different disorders that affect the nerves, muscles, and organs. And just like other healthcare providers, chiropractors interview their patients um, and they obtain detailed health histories and they perform examinations, do tests, and develop working diagnoses, but I am interested in what you, Dr. Jacob, and can we, call you, can we call you Jacob for the rest of the evening? 100%. All right. Yeah. I, I'm interested in what your definition of chiropractic is. Well, I uh, appreciate you guys uh, giving me the opportunity to uh, define how I view chiropractic. Chiropractic practice, in my opinion, and how I practice is uh, treating disorders of the musculoskeletal system. And we do that by utilizing manual adjustments, utilizing neuromuscular re-education, and also utilizing spinal remodeling traction. And this helps realign vertebrae so that we can correct the nervous system um, and make sure that if there's any dysfunction there that we're eliminating that. Um, To go into a little bit of detail about what manual adjustments are, manual adjustments are extremely important because they help increase range of motion and that allows the muscles and the tissues to revive so that they are getting direct um, healthy blood flow. Uh, Neuromuscular re-education is very important as well because that helps reconnect the brain with the muscular system so one can hold themselves in a healthy position when when they're unconscious so that's something that you know a lot of times people will sit up straight 30 seconds later they go right into that really unhealthy position again (laughs) so that's what neuromuscular re-education is able to do um, which i think we can all see ourselves doing that at some point throughout the day 
And lastly, spinal remodeling traction. This is very key because that helps reform constricted ligaments. So people come in our office, they may have reverse curves in their neck. That's what allows those ligaments that are really tight and constricted that we can get that back to a very ideal position for themselves. Jacob, uh, what brought you to this healing modality? So um, my dad was a dentist, so seeing him help people on a daily basis, like we would have uh, dinner as a family, and pretty much every night he would be saying like, you know, someone be in pain, and he'd be singing because he was one of those singing type of dentists. Um, I don't know if that healed the person or not, but, <laughs> <laughs> but just seeing how happy it made him help people and get them out of pain. Um, it, my brothers and I definitely, it, it really resonated with us and it's stuff that we even to this day talk about. Um, I feel like that definitely subconsciously, it, it was affecting my thought process on maybe doing something in healthcare. Um, and I found chiropractic because I was a very competitive long distance runner and I actually was having shin splints so it was completely unrelated to the spine. Um, but I had gotten adjustments and that allowed me to continue running that summer and train 80 plus miles a week so that I could be you know, at my best for a cross country season. So um, that made an impression on me and then from that point on I, I researched more about it and realized how awesome that would be for me. Right. And we also noticed that when we come into your office, there's a, a nice, calm charm to you guys. You, we appreciate that. You guys that. are very yeah, conversational. We, <laughs> we love having conversations with you and stuff. Yeah. And you give us a sense of ease when we speak. Absolutely. So much like you're singing Dr. Dad. Yeah. You're singing <laughs> Dentist Dad. And, right. you know, one of the things that I feel sets the tone when I first walk in is seeing Brooke's really right. happy face. She's always <laughs> yeah. super happy to see us. So awesome and pleasant on the phone. The Very office inviting. is beautiful. Um, so Brooke, as your partner, um, is one half of what makes it so amazing to come and be um, held by you in care. So I want to know what attracted you, Brooke, to the chiropractic arts? Yeah, so back in 2018 was the first time that I visited a chiropractor and they also utilized chiropractic biophysics. Um, I just kind of wanted to see what was going on with my posture and I instantly was impressed with the thoroughness of a chiropractor assessing my health history in all of the areas of concern. With my second appointment, they had advised me that I had a shorter leg discrepancy and that I needed a sole shoe lift which would assist in minimizing my lower back pain. Immediately, I started to feel balanced. So not only has chiropractic assisted in minimizing my lower back pain, I also found out that with my chiropractic appointments, I'm a type one diabetic and I've been a type one diabetic for eight years. And every time I left the chiropractor, I noticed that I had lower blood sugars. And so I started to ask the chiropractor, is there something correlated with lower blood sugars in chiropractic? And he said that there has been case studies that reported that it's a holistic way to manage type one or type two diabetes. So I took it upon myself and checked my blood sugars before and after. Overall, I found chiropractic to be a holistic source for my type one diabetes and to assist with any type of pain or trauma that anyone can experience during their lifetime. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah. Jacob, I've heard people try to discredit chiropractors and say that it isn't a valid form of medicine. Can you describe how you develop a management plan, start treatment and monitor the patient's progress? Yeah, absolutely. So 
I think it's our fault as a profession that people may feel this way towards chiropractors. And that's why educating patients and the community is so important. Uh, the method I'm trained in is called chiropractic biophysics. So this technique is based on non-randomized controlled studies, and there's over 300 uh, peer-reviewed articles. In my practice, we do a thorough consultation. We'll do an exam. So if we have to do neurological testing or orthopedic testing, um, we'll definitely do that if, if, if necessary um, and to accurately assess and diagnose the patient's condition. Uh, we utilize state-of-the-art digital x-ray, and we also utilize postural analysis. We find a baseline for the patient, and we compare that to the normal curvature you're supposed to have. And based on the severity of the condition, we will then make the recommendations for that individual. Um, this plan will be very specific to the patient, so no cookie cutter type stuff, and we will address the root cause of their pain and dysfunction. Um, throughout their care, I'm always checking in with the patients throughout the care to make sure that you know I'm monitoring their progression and we're reaching the specific goals that they have and they want to achieve you know, while they're coming in the office. Um, during like halfway through and at the very end of their care, we do re-exams. So some of those tests that we do in the beginning, we do them again so that we can kind of see the progression quantitatively. And through this type of treatment and this, the recommendations I give, we see some pretty awesome results in the office. Fabulous. Um, you've talked a lot about the technology that you use in your work. Mm -hmm. um, and I found that really um, illuminating because I'm thinking about my old chiropractor visits and they did not take x-rays. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember there being any like machines that they used to um, help to repair my spine. It was all manipulation. Mm -hmm. And um, I was really, I think just amazed that the thoroughness that um, you looked into my issues with, like, you know, my self-report and all of that. You want to talk a little bit more about just the mechanics of the machines that you use? And... Yeah. Um, so first, the technology. I mean, I, I mean, nowadays, it's, it's very important to be utilizing that. And with traditional chiropractic, obviously, the tr you know, technology that we have nowadays was, was not around. Um, so with the software that I use, it, it's, uh, it helps me measure out each individual segment of the spine. It allows me to measure out the base of the spine, so the sacral base, and allows me to measure out the femoral heads as well. So with this, we can uh, diagnose any particular misalignments uh, that may be potentially causing dysfunction. Um, so this is very important because this addresses the specific misalignments, maybe there's too much curvature, maybe there's not enough curvature, and that helps me figure out specifically, quantitatively, what the subluxation or misalignment is. And then what I do is I compare that to the normal spine, because a lot of times people go to chiropractors, they don't know what normal is. It's never explained to them. You know, you look at, you know, blood levels, if you go to a medical doctor, if they're doing blood work, and there is a normal range you're supposed to be in. So the same thing applies to chiropractic. We have to figure out where you're at. We need to figure out realistically mm -hmm. how we can get you to that normal range and, and get to the curvature that that person needs for their individual self. You used the word subluxation. Yeah. Can you say a little more about that? Absolutely. 
So subluxation, simply put, is a misalignment. And I'm going to use Tracy, for example, because she came in and we found something going on with her neck, specifically the C4, C5 joint. So there was not a lot of curvature there. It was compressing. So that joint mechanics wasn't able to flex and extend appropriately. So through her treatment, we've been wanting to get more curvature at that joint so that the joint can move normally and that that doesn't end up causing that joint to break down in the future. So we're, we're doing a lot of proactive health um, with that joint. Yeah, that was really funny because I don't even think I knew anything was wrong until you started to yeah. like adjust me. Absolutely. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, And it was amazing being pain. there to watch your, your machines as you were operating the machines because back in the day when you were talking about taking x-rays, you know, they take yeah. the x-rays and like two days later or whatever, you, yeah, get the yeah, you can actually it. see it right there the same day yeah. and be able to compare what the, the normal spine is supposed to look like as compared to what Tracy's look like. And I, I thought that was really impressive. Well, and, I appreciate uh, that. Jacob, is it possible that compression of certain nerves can cause related organs to malfunction? Absolutely. So um, kind of, you know, we can actually talk about the neck. So like the neck's supposed to have a nice curvature there. So the, the curvature you're supposed to have in the neck is called a lordosis. So if you don't have that curvature, especially in the upper neck, um, and if those joints compress and let's say, I mean, there's something called the foramina. So that's where the nerve goes through. If that gets buckled up and there's not a lot of room for that nerve, that can lead to a lot of different things um, in the upper neck specifically. Um, I see people that come in that may have symptoms like a headache. Um, sometimes they'll have dizziness. So people will come in with maybe some type of vertigo. Um, so that is something for the upper neck. I've, I've seen people that don't have the necessary curvature in their upper lumbar. And a lot of times those people will be suffering from some type of digestive type issue. So that could be constipation. It could be diarrhea. So a lot of people don't realize it, but your digestive tract, it's like a muscle. So like to, it contracts to get the food through. So if those nerves are not functioning the way they're supposed to, your digestive system is definitely going to be hindered. Where do you go for your own chiropractic I would say therapy? Do you check yourself or do you have someone check for you? So I know where my spine is, is currently at. Um, just like patients that come in, they have specific home care. Um, I utilize home care several times a week. Um, so one of the areas that I have to focus on is specifically my neck. So my C4 joint is definitely a little bit... Um, it's not, it doesn't like to behave. So I have to work on that, you know, <laughs> can, can pretty frequently um, every, every week. Um, I do get adjusted by a chiropractor in the area. Um, so I'm fortunate that um, he can definitely make sure that I'm able to serve my patients correctly. Um, but I do definitely do rehab several times a week so that I can be my best and that I can serve the community um, to, to the extent I should. Right, which leads to my next question. How important is it for yourself as a chiropractor to be physically fit? Because knowing how you work with Tracy, you know, uh, a lot of the adjustments that you do manually and stuff yeah. like that, how important is it for you to be? Very important. I mean, I just, I, I see myself doing this for a very long time. Um, it's something that every day I wake up, I'm just so excited that I can help people live a better life. Uh, so being physically fit is extremely important because I mean, right now I'm 33 years old and I plan on doing this a, a very, very long time. So um, to make sure that I am physically at my best is, is going to make sure that I'm giving the best adjustments. 
and that I'm not, you know, putting my body through too much wear and tear. Um, but being physically fit is a huge, huge, um, and very, very important as a chiropractor. And if I'm going to be preaching health to people, I better make sure that I'm doing everything that I tell people to do as well. So yeah. um, I think people respect that I take care of myself and I'm in shape. And, you know, if I'm going to tell someone to do the same thing, I think they expect me to look, you know, the part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a question for both you and Brooke. Tracy and I were fortunate enough to have a well-balanced fitness routine uh, through gym training, yoga, massage, and chiropractic practice. If someone had only only had the benefit of engaging regularly one or two of these routines, what would you recommend to be the most important ones and why? So as a chiropractor, I'm gonna go with chiropractic as number one because just like I did with Tracy, we do a very thorough assessment. We figure out the root cause of the problem. So if there are any things that you're susceptible, like any areas of your spine that could be very susceptible to injury, we can at least figure out where that is and we can start correcting that. Um, I'm a very big advocate for yoga. I think a lot of the movements are very functional based. Um, so I, I, I really think yoga is a great um, something that you should be doing daily. I mean, most people, they should, everyone should be stretching every single day. I mean, I have some patients that have come in and they haven't stretched in years. And I'm thinking to myself, how are you even walking? You know, mm -hmm. I can't even imagine not being able to stretch. Um, but I would have to say chiropractic yoga. Um, I mean, honestly, it's a very hard question for me to answer because I think all of it's important. Um, I think that you definitely need to stretch. You need to obviously get assessed as a chiropractor, make sure everything's moving correctly. Um, I think massage therapy is fantastic. I mean, the muscles, they get tight. You need to make sure that they're loose so that you can make sure that your, fun your muscles are functioning at their best. So I think having a well-rounded, balanced, holistic lifestyle is, is what's going to make sure that you're being functional and that you're living your life at, at the best and that you're able to achieve everything you want to do. Awesome. I find that a lot of people are starting to ask questions about how they can eat better. Um, I'm seeing that people are now thinking um, a little bit more about how they can maintain healthier lifestyles. Even the people who don't want to work out mm -hmm. are starting to, you know, at least think, well, you know, I don't like working out, but I know that I should. Um, and I feel like the pandemic has kind of um, brought about that level of consciousness. What are you two thinking about um, how the pandemic has changed the way people see health in general and then specifically chiropractic so i think the pandemic changed for every field but yes it definitely has affected the healthcare field tremendously um, i think it's taught people to definitely seek more holistic forms of treatment and to discipline yourself to have a healthier routine i find that people are way more health conscious now than they ever have been before and i think more people are aware of alternative methods to help achieve better overall health. What are you thinking about that, Brooke? Yeah, I think that after COVID, it was such a unknown traumatic time in the world that a lot of people were scared and, and all they could do is listen to, you know, medical providers. And I think now in 2023, everyone's on this up and coming, how can I get healthy? What can mm -hmm. I do? Mm -hmm. um, what kind of therapy should I be doing? Like Darren mentioned, you know, massage therapy, yoga. 
working out, um, eating healthy, all of those things. um, A lot of people really had that time during COVID to reflect on what they're not doing. And, you know, we were all home. So a lot of us kind of, you know, we had no other choice but to face what we had going on. Mm -hmm. And so I think that in some ways people can look at COVID kind of changed the healthcare system. Yeah. But I also think that in 2023, holistic health has been at its highest. And a lot of people are thinking like, hey, there, there's things that we can do to make ourselves healthier with optimal tools that aren't medications, that aren't surgeries, that aren't anything right. besides just using those basic optimal resources that we have access to. Mm -hmm. And if that's going out and stretching in a park, doing yoga or lifting some weights in your garage, we're doing it. Yeah, (laughs) I love what you said, Brooke, about something about being locked up in your house and having a lot of time to think, right? Yeah. Um, People had time to think about the fact that there are things that um, were under their control. And I think that being able to have relationships with um, holistic healthcare providers kind of helps people understand that how healthy you are is somewhat in your control. Mm -hmm. What do you wish people knew about the work you do? So, I mean, I I think one of the most important things regarding that would be that we can help people of all ages. Uh, So a lot of people don't realize that chiropractors do work with babies and infants. So the youngest infant that I've ever adjusted was a three-week-old baby that was having difficulty turning their head. So that was obviously a very complex situation because if the baby can't rotate its head, it's definitely not breastfeeding. And that is a very essential aspect, especially at that, at that age. And that we also work with people that are older. You know, So the oldest patient I've ever worked with was a 92-year-old lady. And um, we obviously were able to do certain things, a very light rehab, um, and it got her more functional. So like it made the everyday things, whether she's going to the grocery store or going to play cards with her friends, it made that whole process way easier for her. So I feel like that would definitely be one of the most important things for people to know about chiropractic. That's awesome, especially the baby. Yeah, in ways of realigning your spine for people who are at home, what are practices that people can do at home? So um, that's a really good question. I mean, I think that one of the first things you should do in the morning is, I mean, you definitely need to stretch. So, I mean, like you need to stretch your hip flexors. You got to get your body just stretched out because you've been sleeping and not moving for the last eight hours. I mean, even if you're one of those sleepers that moves around on that doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) Like me. Um, But stretching is essential. I mean, you look at a dog. One of the first things they do, like the first minute or two, they wake up. They're stretching. You know, and it's just interesting that you see that's like innate. So it's something that's just natural for an animal to do. Yet it's something that humans forget to do quite often. Um, And then uh, I I prescribe home care for my patients. So there's stuff that, you know, I will recommend specifically for their spine to do at home. um, And that helps speed up the whole healing process in my office. But there is a lot of really good things that you can do at home to kind of get started if someone can't get to a chiropractor. Um, I mean, honestly, maybe even going on YouTube and just looking up chiropractic stretches. I mean, you'll be able to stumble upon some things that would be very beneficial for you. Um, But stretching is something that everyone can do. You can do that anywhere. 
um, and it will benefit you tremendously. Awesome. What do you two love most about the work you do? Besides us coming in. Yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we know that we are Yeah, we do love when you guys come in. Brooke, what do you think? Um, honestly, I'm just going to use a, a recent, our most recent example of a really powerful moment seeing a patient that's in her 80s that came in and she could barely lift her head up. She's been using a walker for, you know, a decade or the past couple years. And, and I mean, you think about it when someone's using a walker, they're hunched over the whole time. Yeah. So her body had got into that poor posture because she needed that walker to assist her. So after eight treatments, this lady's not only holding her head up, but Dr. Jacob asked her, hey, is, is there any way we can try, you know, walking? You can hold my hand and, and let's just see if how you're walking without the walker. I'll support you. And I've never seen someone smile so big. Oh. I started tearing up in my eyes and like my heart just felt full. And then she's like, well, let, let me just try it on my own. And she just started walking and there was other patients yeah. in the office and for other people to see someone, you know, of that age with what she has going on, just cruising down our hallway, smiling as big as it as can be. And she messaged us later that night and she said, I just went to Publix without my walker. Oh, and, wow. I did, and that was a huge thing for her because, you know, it's kind of hard to go around the grocery store with a walker. <laughs> um, but I would say for me that that experience um, is really rewarding. What about you? Um, I mean, it's it's stories like that. It's just, it just makes me so motivated to want to help more of the community out because there's a lot of people that are suffering out there. Um, so being able to impact people and get their health back is is literally it's hard for me to even describe because it's such a gratifying feeling it's something that's just like when i hear stories like that it's, it makes me want to work harder because i want to help as many people in the community out that may be suffering like that so being able to change someone's life like that is so special and and it's always it's something that uh, I think about often because, I mean, there are people out there that are suffering and this woman's now able to live a better life, but there are other people that don't know about this stuff. So that's where the educational aspect of things is so important. But to help people get healthier and and, and get them to reach the goals they have in mind, I mean, it's, it's a very exciting feeling and um, it's something that makes me, I mean, that's why I love what I do. Where do you see chiropractic work heading in the next few years? I see chiropractic definitely growing. Um, and, and I think that it's going to grow because I think there's going to be a lot of chiropractors out there that, I mean, since holistically everyone's thinking like about the holistic alternative, you know, methods. So I think this is going to get a lot of chiropractors very excited to want to educate more of the community about how we can help people. Um, without you know surgery, without drugs, so I see that we're definitely going to grow as a profession, um, especially when you hear stories like Brooke mentioned, like you know a lady in a walker, and then now she's just not having to utilize it. Um, it's stuff like that that you know people don't really know much about chiropractic. I mean, I hear people say, "What does the chiropractor even do?" So it's like that's where I'm like, "Oh my gosh, where do I even start?" You know. <laughs> so, um, so I think that you know educating is the most important thing i mean just like we said earlier in this podcast people you know 
chiropractic sometimes doesn't get the best reputation it's and, and it's honestly because only you know maybe the bad stories are the ones that people hear about you know they don't hear about the miracles that happen on a daily basis so i see it growing um, i definitely plan on educating this area in this community a tremendous amount as i'm here practicing um, so i'm going to do my best to make sure people understand what we do um, and people like you are the reason that now people are going to know more about chiropractic and how it could benefit them, a loved one, someone that may be suffering, that they had no idea that this could help them. Thank you so much. Um, I just want to go on record to say that the two of you are just incredibly kind people. Yes. Um, and the level of love and care and patience that it takes to handle a, a baby or to help an 80-year-old walk, um, you just have to know that your community work is just um, peerless. Um, thank you for coming on. Absolutely, yeah. Inviting us. <laughs> tell us where and tell them where we can find you most days. So, Redefine Your Spine. We're located on North Dale Mabry Highway. So, we're at 11012 North Dale Mabry Highway. We're Suite 304. You can email us at info at redefineyourspine.com. Our phone number is 813-563-7600. And if you want to email us, if like you just maybe aren't sure if you want to come in for a visit or if you just have questions about chiropractic, you can feel free to email us. I love answering questions. I think it's really great when people have questions about things because you should definitely be asking questions before you do anything, you know? So, um, but yeah, the, you can find us on Northdale Mabry, Redefine Your Spine. Brooke, do you have any last words? Uh, check us out on Instagram, Redefine hey. Your Spine. <laughs> I was just going to ask you that. Can we follow you on Instagram? Oh, yeah, yeah. follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And Facebook. We're on Facebook, That's too. Right. And uh, check out our website, www.redefineyourspine.com. Awesome. It was such a pleasure to have you yeah, here. Thank you. And Appreciate we're not going to act like we're not going to see you again on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes tonight's episode of the Alchemy of Wellness. Back to back, exploring the need for chiropractic support with our guests, Dr. Jacob Goldberg and Brooke Palamine. Thank you for joining us. Good night.